Hey, everybody, and thank you for joining us on this episode of Chatting with Country. Today on the land with me, I have my youngest siblings, the loves of my life, baby. We got KJ and Kiki. What's up, y'all? What's good? So we're about to do a follow-up to the Humanity podcast that KJ and I did. Kiki was, you know, she had a different perspective on it, and I just felt as though it would be good to bring both of them on together, seeing that they came from the same household with kind of two different takes on it. And so, Kiki, if you want to go ahead and start, that'll be good so then KJ can get on, know where you at, and you know what I'm saying? Okay, can y'all hear me? Yeah. Okay, so... I was listening to the, uh, I actually listened to the podcast. Um, I kind of agreed a little bit um, with uh, what KJ was saying, but then some parts I really didn't agree with. Um, Y'all know me already, so y'all already kind of got a background of um, me. Tell us about yourself. Just go ahead, because some of these listeners ain't listened to not one podcast, but they may listen to this one. Okay, so let me say this. I'm 25, well, fresh 25. Um, I'm a teacher. I'm a 6th, 7th, and 8th grade special pops teacher. Special pops is just abbreviated for the special population, special needs, emotionally handicapped, anger management, uh, adaptive learning, uh, SEL and etc. Um, I'm also a head coach for sixth, seventh, and eighth grade girls basketball. Okay, coach. As well, um, I actually got pregnant when I was sixteen. Um, and yeah, I'm just now like reaching the adult life, changing for the better. I ain't rowdy no more. You know how that go. Just grew up. So. Um, the part of the podcast that caught my attention the most was when KJ was explaining about humanity and saying, like, you know what I'm saying, um, how kids turn out is based on, like, what you say, just like, they parenting? Like yeah, they parenting. 100%. 100% okay. they parenting. So I wanted to just shed light on that one specifically. Um, and KJ, let me ask you a question before I say what I'm going to say. So. Hold on. Huh? Hold on. You said hold on? I said what's up. Oh, okay. So <laughs> um let me ask you this. How many kids you want? Uh probably five of them. Okay. Three so girls, five. two boys, or three boys, two girls. Okay. So I'm gonna use this as an example. You're very smart, um, very talented, very athletic. Um, you great. You know what I'm saying? Like, you great. You're a great person. Very wise for your age and everything like that. So, you said you want five kids, either three boys, two girls, or three girls, two boys. So, let me say this. If you moved away from where we came from, which is like poverty, the projects, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. The struggle, basically. Um, if you moved away from that, right, and 
you gave your kids like the best life ever. Like you was a good active dad. Like you did what you had to do. Like, you know what I'm saying? As a parent or whatever. Right. Okay. Let's just say all your daughters got pregnant as a teenager. So like Mm -hmm. 15, 16, 13, 14, stuff like that. And your sons became like killers, drug dealers, thugs, stuff like that. Do you still feel the same as you feel? Like, would you still feel like it was your fault that your kids turned out the way that it is? That of they course. Did? Why? Of course. Because what I learned from from school, this is this is from data, it's from data stuff that was tested. Your kids are shaped by their environment and you, specifically your parents. Peers got the most influence, but your parents early on has the bigger influence on you. So if my kids end up, say my daughters get pregnant, right? Uh, what did I allow? What type of situation did I allow for them to even be put in a situation where it could be possible for them to get pregnant? Because at 13, 14, 15, you still need to be monitored. So it ain't like a, even if my child like lied to me, that's my fault too. Because I make them feel like they can't be comfortable enough to, you know, talk to me or be truthful with me or tell me whatever. And if I raise a, a child that even like even be afraid of talking to me and they end up lying, then that's my fault also. Because I shaped something. What, whatever they did was shaped by something that I did. Whether that's exposing them to the wrong type of people or exposing them to the wrong type of environment or not being uh, enough or shaping them shaping them like based on how I was shaped instead of shaping them based on what they need to be, what's going to guarantee them the best life. That's my fault. All that my fault. Okay. So let me say this. Can y'all still hear me? Yeah. Okay. So let me say this. If that is true, I'm not saying you right or wrong because like, you know what I'm saying? That's your own opinion, whatever the case may be. Um, if that is the case in every situation or every scenario, whatever the case may be, why wouldn't we killers and drug dealers and why like we didn't spend all our lives in jail and why don't we have eight kids, two baby daddies or two baby mamas, um, three degrees? Like, if that's the case, why why are we not like our parents? In a sense, we are like our parents. I'm not like my parents because I had other... Well, in a sense, I am like my parents because my mama shaped me to value school. She didn't shape me to value the streets. But if my father was around and my father was still doing the same stuff that he was doing and I was around him most of the time, he would have been the male figure that I had and I would have looked up to him and I probably would have followed in the same footsteps. There are some stuff that I still do that's kind of following in the same footsteps my father, just not to a certain extent, like uh, the, the like illegal what? stuff. Corona? More like the, more like. I <laughs> <laughs> drinking Corona. You know that nigga. Ooh, you know he's drunk red Irish rose. No, 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 not, not, not that. But more like certain. Don't behavior. go for. Don't come for my daddy. He ain't here to defend himself. <laughs> more like behavioral problems. Like behavioral problems. Not like, not, not legal. I was hey, shaped hey. by my mom. We people, wasn't. We so. wasn't bad kids, though. Yes, we were. No, we wasn't. Yes, we were. 100% we were. Kenisa, I was getting suspended at school all of the time. 
just for my anger issues alone. We understand. Just for me doing stuff based on. Kanisa, I got suspended five times during elementary and middle school. Five times. And that was because of my anger issues. I told a girl that I told a girl I called a girl a B word and told her I was gonna kill her if she didn't stop talking to me. That was the first time I ever got suspended. I was angry and I was second grade. I shouldn't that should have never came out of my mouth. But I gotta ask I mama in, that because I don't remember but, that. But okay. But I was in an environment. I was in an environment where everybody was angry. Nobody knew how to talk to each other. Everybody cussed each other out all day. Niggas fought all day. So that was a response that I felt like was appropriate. Okay, so let me you say see? this. Cause uh I don't want this to turn into like the great debaters, because I'm not really good with debating. But um yeah, me, no, no, no. Uh, I'm good at debating though. So. But this is what I'm okay, so let me say this. Are you a, a believer in I was raised right, I did wrong on my own? No. Why? Because because it's is at a certain point. If you're a child, then you got that you got that excuse, right? If you're a child, no matter no matter what age you are, until you're an adult, even when you're an adult, everything that you do was shaped by your parents. Even okay, well, wait, wait. Okay, so okay, let me wait, say KJ. This. Let me say this, and I'm I'm a I'm a, I'm gonna just let y'all do y'all thing. I Hold think. on, real quick, real quick, real quick. Behavior is either reinforced or punished. That's 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 the only how behavior is conditioned inside reinforced or punished. You can get shaped. You can get shaped in the most in the, in the craziest ways and not even be a. But it don't have to come from your household, though. The right. shaping comes from the people that you're around. So we can't put blame on the person that gave birth to us or had something to do with that. And that's the example. Well, well, wait a minute, because that's the example that I want to use. And you know, it might be a small example, but it's kind of big, right? And so we're gonna take your niece. I moved us. And we came here to Washington, right? And so I felt as though when she finally came out and said, you know, hey, I like women. And I kind of went through this thing and I was just like, you know, it's all my fault. I shouldn't have never moved us. I shouldn't have did this, this and that. And, you know, everybody was just, well, she, let's just focus on her. Because even Cassandra was just like, mom, you did the best thing. You knew how to do, right? And she said to me, Ma, it ain't nothing that you did. You did the best that you could do for us. This is my preference. I chose to be like this. So in them situations, like, what do you feel about that? Because I think that's what Kiki was saying. Yeah, because I, right, I, I, I feel the same. No, no, that's different. Sexuality. Okay, so, no, sexuality. no, ain't no, no. You gonna believe in one. No, no, no. Let me tell you why it's different. I'm, I'm, not not even to like say this, but I'm a scientist. So I'm I'm gonna tell you from a science perspective. Sexuality, there's no there's 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 influence with behavior and what you're exposed to, but there's also biological aspects to sexuality. I learned that women that like women, their amygdala in their brain is is larger than males. I mean it's 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 the same size as males. So they favor women more than they favor men because they got the same size amygdala that that, that males got. Your amygdala is what controls your emotion. It's the emotion center of your brain. So a a woman's amygdala is naturally smaller than men. So there's there's a lot of different biological aspects to that, though. Like you can't sexuality 
can and can't be shaped. It, it, it's either nature or it's nurture. It's like a debate, but there's there's a lot of studies that. But you that. are able to make your own choices, so I can't blame what I do on my parents. Let me chime in. I, Let me chime in right quick. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna use this as an example. Neither one of my parents were gay, but I have gay siblings. And not them, but I have, I did research on like, LGBT, they didn't have no daddy. I did LGBT community, whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? And most of the time when you ask a kid, okay, I'm going to use this example. I got a sixth grader um, right now that she claims that she gay or whatever, right? So I'm like, how did you know that you like girls or whatever and not boys and she like well I was just never attracted to boys like you know what I'm saying ever since I've been little so I'm like well do you have gay parents because it could be learned behavior you know what I'm saying and she like no like I chose this like I just don't like boys like I cling to girls or whatever so I'm like okay cool so I asked my brothers this same question one of them said they been knew they was gay since a kid um, and then the other one basically said the same thing. Like, I just never been attracted to girls. So, like, for a while, I used to hear my mama say stuff like, how y'all gay and y'all had girlfriends before? Like, are y'all just hopping on a trend? And it would become, like, a whole little debate on, like, how that's just how they is or whatever the case may be. So, KJ, I'm going to ask you again, why aren't you gay? Cause it just didn't happen like that. It don't have anything to do with really. It don't have anything to do with what I was around. I've always liked girls. That's not like a choice thing though. Attraction, it is, though. attraction. No, attraction isn't a choice. Attraction is something that happens subconscious, subconsciously. So you can't. I'm telling you, you can't use sexuality as a as a to try to use it to argue because you can't. Okay, sexuality so let me is, say this then. As a kid, I was spoiled. I had the latest clothes the latest shoes, everything like that. I used to be, like, in my books, so like, I never really thought about boys. So, like, getting pregnant early was, like, a shock for me on my own because it's like, damn, I lose my virginity at 16 and I get pregnant, like, right when I lose my virginity. That was kind of, like, a messed up situation for me because I didn't even know what the... I didn't even know what I was doing for real. I basically just laid the... And that's it. You know what I'm saying? My mama wasn't like a bad parent. Like I was spoiled by literally the whole family. I got anything I want. That was a choice that I made on my own to lose my virginity. It had she, nothing to do no, with my parents. No, yes, it did. How? Why? Because she allowed she allowed you to be in a situation where you could be pregnant. You got pregnant in her house. No, I didn't. So you gotta think of No, I didn't. Can you okay? No, I didn't. KJ, right. say, I walked in and you like to took my sight. No, no, no. I, I, remember, I, I didn't get I pregnant at home. Talisha, I, I got pregnant in. on 37th and Fillmore. That's cool, but she still allowed you to be in a situation where you can, where that can happen. How if she didn't know? Kanisa, all right. She, she allowed. No, you can't Kanisa. use that. You can't use you, that, you KJ. Until, you your parents only know what they see. Your parents only know what they see. A, a parent will tell you. Fifty no. percent of these so, parents will tell you. I can't say what my kid won't do when I'm not around. I can only tell you what they have shown me, what they do around me. 
So it's okay, Jay. So okay, Jay. You come wait, 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 wait. So you come from a great family background, and one day you decide to wake up and shoot up a school. That's your parents' fault. No, that's not my parents' fault. But that's kind of what you're saying. It depends on what age I am, though. No, no, I'm not not saying I'm not saying all behavior is shaped by your parents. It's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if there is something that's wrong with you, it's most likely shaped by early childhood experiences, meaning being with your parents or something that your parents should have reinforced or punished. Like a, a white kid that's that's angry, that's that's angry. He always been angry since he was a kid. He always been angry and he didn't get on. Oh God! His phone must have died. Or somebody called him, right? Somebody probably called him. He'll jump back in, and he's saying he gonna say that the the white family got their kid canceling. Watch. Yeah, probably. But uh-huh. <laughs> either way it go, I just feel like okay. For example, um, most people say that, um, and I don't need nobody taking offense to this or nothing like that. But most people feel like if you're if you were raised in like a white household, you was rich and you know what I'm saying you didn't have, live in poverty or anything like that. Basically, in other words, you got anything you asked for. You got the designer shoes, designer clothes. You up to par. Like you a fresh ass white kid. You know what I'm saying? Right. If you if and your mama and your daddy gave you everything, like you came from a married household and everything like that. If you wake up and say, I I'm finna go kill a hundred kids at this school, that don't have nothing to do with your parents. That's your own choice. I raised you right. I ain't tell you to go shoot up no school. I don't know what you did it for. Yeah. And that's basically what I'm saying. How how is your behavior or your life experiences or early childhood based on based around what your parents did or whatever the case may be? I did not have a father that was there a hundred percent. He was there till he wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? So it's like yeah. if what am I trying to say? Okay, he was there to, until he wasn't there. So basically, I was raised in a single parent household. But what I will yeah. say is. Like I said before, my mama didn't get pregnant at no early age. Like, when my mama had her first kid, she was fully grown. You know what I'm saying? How can you say everything is shaped around your parents when more than half of the time, Talisha, your parents don't know what the fuck you're doing because you're keeping it from them. You don't want to tell them because you're scared of whatever their reaction going to be. Or the first thing that they're going to say is, I didn't raise you like that. So as a kid... We gonna use this for example. I went to a gifted and talented school. I was in high ability. I was smart as hell. I went outside. I I was a kid. I had a childhood. You know what I'm saying? If I was 16 years old and my mama woke up and seen my mug shot in a newspaper because I done killed three people. My mama is not. My mama worries. My mama first worries not gonna be. She ain't do that. My mama's yeah. words gonna be like, what the fuck you mean she killed three people? Like, I ain't raised her like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? But then yeah. I go and we going through trial and we get on the stand and shit and I end up getting convicted and they tell me, 
what's the last words I want to say? The first thing that people say on trial is, I want to apologize to my family for woo what the bam this and that, and I want to apologize to the to the victim family for this this and that. Like they be so sorry about the shit that they did, not knowing that they probably just acted within the moment and didn't think or whatever the case may be. But you can't blame me killing three people on my appearance. That have nothing to do with them. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. All right. My bad. But yeah, what I was saying was um, okay, so basically what I just was saying was if how is behavior or like your childhood experiences or just how you turned out, period, based on your parents, well, your parents or the way that they shaped you or whatever the case may be, when nine times out of ten, your parents don't even know what you out here doing. So if somebody, if the police knocked on mama door right now and said, yeah, your daughter got arrested. She just killed five people. Mama first word is not going to be that she didn't do that. She might say that to them, but to y'all, she going to empty. I don't know what she did. Like, I can't say that. Like, only thing that I can do is try to help her get out the situation. But I can't base my life choices off my mama when nine times out of ten, she don't even know what I'm doing. Because I'm keeping it from her because I don't know what her reaction going to be. Or nine times out of ten, her reaction is going to be, I and did not raise you like Okay, but think so, about it, though. Because they scared. Exactly. Think about it, so if, if your child is scared at all when it comes to you, then there's something that you did that was wrong. You talk them no, wrong. No, if they have no, fear, no, if no, they have no, no if they you have that good is, fear, KJ. That is build off. You that gotta is no, you gotta be a parent to understand that one because you have to instill fear into your children. Because if you don't, that's when they walk all they over you and them. run your house. Exactly. Now that's when they fear. run your house. If you shape no, you don't have to instill no, that's that's trauma. Okay. That's, that's based on trauma. Oh, that's, okay. that's a black people thing. That's that's oh, what black okay. people think instilling fear in your child for them to listen to you. You don't have to you don't have to instill fear in your child for them to listen to you. You just gotta know how okay, to work so reward and punishment. It don't what have to about, be fear. It just gotta be what knowing what not to do and knowing what okay, to do. Okay, so what about the kids who the white kids who let me explain what I was saying raised before. Right, hold on, was raised right, everything like that. Latest clothes, latest shoes, spoiled, got iPhone 15 pluses at second grade and stuff like that. that. don't matter. And then they go and they shoot up a school or whatever the case may be. See, you named a bunch of materialistic stuff. But listen, that though, does, listen, though. None of that you stuff matters. You got your kid counseling and everything, and they still turned out a way that you didn't want them to turn out. That's still your parents' fault? Hell no, nah, it ain't. That's your yes. own let me, choice. Let me explain why. Choice. Let me explain why. If no, I go kill five why. people, KJ, they're not taking my parents to jail for that. That's what they not. Eat. They're going to take you to jail, but let me explain why. Let me explain why. If you got a child, we right? listening. A white, a white, a white child. Let's, let's use specifically a white child, right? Got a white child. He's been angry. He grew up angry, right? He went to school. He didn't get along with other kids. And uh, he ended up getting bullied, right? He thought that a, a appropriate response was to go shoot up the school. Was to go shoot at the kids that did something to him, right? Parents like, I don't know what happened. He he lives in a nice home. He has all of this. But listen, the parents probably not aware of what they do. The parents probably argue all the time and they should have got divorced. 
the parents probably talk to him, tell him, say certain stuff to him, or talk to him certain stuff, or allow him to watch TV that it got a lot of violence in it where he felt like shooting at somebody was a response. I'm trying to tell you. Behavior, stuff like that, especially when it comes to kids, is most likely shaped by your parents. Or if there's something wrong with you psychologically and your parents never never got it checked out or never went to go get you therapy or none of that, then that also your parents' fault. Most of the time, I just kind of talked about that. Well, 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 wait, 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 wait. I just kind of talked about that in the last podcast that we just did. It's the very last one. And so what I said in that podcast was people stay in relationships sometimes that they should not be in, right? And we was talking about men and the abuse that the men take and go through because they talk to kind of just suffer through whatever because they trying to be a, a, a parent, an active parent in the household. And I was saying sometimes it is better to make the decision to leave because the kids is watching all of that. And all they see is y'all arguing, which is causing a generational trauma. So then when they grow up and feel like I'm in love and they argued, I said, but they don't see the makeup sex after y'all done arguing. They only see the beginning part of the trauma. So half and half, I can agree with you in that area. But if you left here today and you decided to go on campus and do whatever at that school, that is your fault alone and not your mother's fault. So then she, once you go to jail or you die or kill yourself, she's going to be sitting up there feeling like it's her fault because she didn't listen to a podcast that say, well, what did I do in the house that could have saved my son? That's BS. Listen, let me, let me say it like this, right? I grew up having anger issues, really bad anger issues. I had anger issues like crazy. And you should have had some therapy. Listen, I learned how to take I learned how to take care of my anger issues on my own. I learned it completely on my own. Er, man, my family still got anger issues. But I learned how to take care of my anger still on on my own. And I was I've been working on it for years. I didn't I didn't had conversations. I don't went to therapy. Not consistently, but I went to therapy and I done had conversation with counselors. I don't have conversation with other old people that done, you know, gave me some of their wisdom and some of their knowledge that they know. I worked on my anger my own. But I still have trouble sometimes controlling my anger. Why? Because I grew up in an environment where everybody was angry. That's all I knew. I grew up in a household where everybody was angry. That's all I knew. People was angry, arguing, not know how to talk to each other. Again, I'm going to bring that up. People not know how to talk to each other. People angry. Everybody was angry. The, the even today, I, I go towards being more physical mentally when I when I'm talking to somebody, and they make me angry, hurting them, versus me solving. Do you issues. know? But that's something you, that you deal with. Listen, that you choosing. To listen, fight. let me finish. Feel let me your finish. own decision or your own choice. You being angry have nothing to do with your parents. Yes, it does. No, it don't. No, it do not. Bro, you're, bro. If Unless... that's the case, I would be an angry ass person. You are. No, I'm not. No, I'm <laughs> yes, not. You are. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. <laughs> no, I'm not. You can. No, you not. can be. Because, Let's say that. Yes, you are. yes, say that, Talisha. Because it's done been a lot of times where I felt like I forgave somebody. I should have slapped the fuck out of. But even just thinking about.
about that and saying that. Yes, that's, you that's are. That's not angry, though. That's not angry. Bro, that's the maturity. Bro, being angry that's is emotion. That has grown being, up. Being angry is emotion. Slapping somebody is a, is a behavior. Kanisa, you can still be an angry person. If you think about in a situation just smacking a person, then that's that's you. Kanisa, you was angry. You angry what I'm person. saying You think is, about violence what I'm, Okay, okay. We just going to say this then. Okay. Even if I am an angry person or have an angry demeanor. What do you think it came is, from? It don't have shit to do with my parents. Yes, it do. No, it's yes, not. It that's, that's real life situations that I went through that changed me as a person. It has shit to do with mama them. You being angry? You even feeling like bro, that violence is an Okay, okay, okay. Pause. Pause. That's Let me ask a question. Emotions that I have things that I have went through and battled with. And Who didn't teach you how to deal with it, though? Who didn't teach you how to deal today. with it? It could have been a negative <laughs> outcome or it could have been a positive outcome. Okay, listen. So let me ask the question. Do y'all believe in positive reinforcement? Hell yeah. So, like, Hell yeah. Yes. Okay, so so let me, let me go into that because at some point, you become an adult and what happened as a child, you cannot stay there. Right. And so at some point you have to continuously at all times feed yourself those positive thoughts so that you can rewrite your connections, your brain connections, your wiring of your brain so that you can not be angry and you can not slap the heck out of somebody or you can heal because if you don't, then you go down the wrong way and you do end up going to go shoot up a school because you're holding all of this traumatic stuff in, right? So say it is happening at home and that's where it all came from. This is your story to rewrite. It's not your parents' fault if you don't rewrite that story and if you don't get it right. You can't blame your household for that. Let me give you. Let me agree give you, or disagree? Let no, me give I you. Agree. I disagree. Let me give you a perfect, a perfect example. It it may sound crazy, but this is a perfect example, right? Everybody know what R. Kelly did. Everybody know R. Kelly had interest in little kids and he pursued little kids and everything. That's it. It's biological aspects of that, but it's also behavioral aspects of that. Found out, R. Kelly was actually getting raped as a little kid. He was actually getting touched. Yes, we don't a, know, though. You can't listen, listen, listen. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, Kanisa. Let me let me finish. That's that's okay. That's cool. But let me let me say this. It was said that R. Kelly was getting molested as a little kid, right? They're said that most of the time, people who are molested and abused as a child end up becoming abusers, whether whether it was their choice to be an abuser or not. That's all they knew. Is, is what I'm saying. Well, That's we was around they killers and we didn't grow up to be no killer. Exactly. My mama raised me to not be a killer. No. Well, my daddy raised me to be a killer. I ain't, my daddy wasn't in my life. I'm just saying, though. I'm using what you're saying. Right. But what I'm telling you, what I'm telling you is my mama. Really my daddy raised me. me to be no nonsense. And Kiki can vouch for that. Exactly. You know, so. When you say something like that, for me to turn out and be where I am, because I could have been in prison and it's by the grace of God that I escaped it and don't know if it'll ever come back to bite me. But you can't, you can't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying like, what I'm saying is this, is that for the majority, and this is, there's, there's data for this, for the majority, 
behavior when you get older the choices that you make not not the choices but the behavior your behavior whatever it is your emotional problems whatever is most likely shaped by childhood experiences with your parents with your siblings with your peers i understand that to a certain extent but it's still up to you to fix it if that's, that's not nobody's know, then fault. how do you know that is a problem well, you just sat here and said you knew you had a problem. And right. you was trying I knew to work that I had on a it. So people said so certain people stuff are to aware. People, people are people aware. People told of me their that problems. I would end up being in jail by the time I'm 14. And you did the opposite. Why? Because you wanted to. Because they to. told me it was a problem that I needed to fix. And I'm like, oh, I don't like jail. I don't want to go to jail. So I fixed my problem. Not you, but if, but I'm not relating myself to the whole majority. I'm not relating myself to the whole. I'm not gonna the whole majority. But let's be for, for real sure though. That's you. That's you. Did, didn't I just say you, that? You're not about to tell me just that you don't know being an angry person could lead to you being dead or in jail. That's like somebody choosing a drink. Eventually, you're going to kill somebody, hurt yourself, hurt your family, period. You keep making that choice. And if you're not strong enough, then you need to go get some help. You know, and if you're choosing not to go get no help, that is on you. That's all I'm saying. I just feel like I'm a firm believer in... I was raised right. I did I did wrong on my own. Simple. Another thing is, okay, let me let me use this example too. That's like somebody saying, I don't want to get married because I watched all of the relationships around me fail. Well, if you watched it, then it's your turn to try. So you can show your generation that it's okay to be married and it's okay to but have a loving, successful family. But it's not wrong for them to say that. That's all they it's know. Not, it's it's they not see. wrong. It's not wrong, but then it keeps them from trying it keeps them from trying and it keeps them from missing out on, you know, being happy and having some, a partner in their life. Okay. But how are you going to tell that person, if that's all that person know, how are you going to sit there and tell that person that they wrong? Because you think that you, because you think different about it. That's all they know. All they know is that people around them get married, they go through pain. They don't want to experience that same pain. So they're going to forever avoid it. Just okay. like, for example, with, um, with, um, I'm going to raise my kids. I'm not going to let my kids go to the hood. I'm going to raise my kids to stay away from the hood, right? Okay. Because and as soon as they get out of school, they going to the hood. Not going to happen. Yes, it is. And yes, it is. And they downtown, guess where they going? Because that's what you kept away from them. They going. I kept them away from the hood. They want to know what the fuck going on in the hood. I'm going to go see it. And They're now your, your child dead in the hood. Blood. And you're going to be like, damn, I should have let them have friends out there. Nah, they're going to be a blood ass. They ain't going to know what the hood is. And you're going to be saying, well, I never even took my child to the hood. So why they in the hood? Because it was their own choice. They didn't have shit to do with you. Yeah, yeah it did have something to do with me. I wouldn't monitor my child. And I raised, and you, some you that I did was wrong for my. Seven, if that's something, the case, then that some, means that you ain't gonna never work. You ain't gonna do nothing productive. You gonna sit and watch your kids every day like a fucking hawk. And they still well, but not not only school. that. He just said he went to school in the second grade and got suspended. That's not you know that's not mama's fault. Um, 
me thinking that telling somebody I'll kill them but they don't leave me alone, thinking that that's an appropriate response, is my mama's fault. You feel like that's your mama's fault because you went to school and you chose to say that. Why that's her fault? I was like eight years old. And if I, kids are sponges. They take in whatever they're around. So if if I hear people making threats like that or talking to each other crazy or what I think a response like that is appropriate, then I'm going to make that choice to do whatever I feel okay, like is appropriate so what from what I've been taught. Just and like that's kids, that, kids that's been raised to be pacifists, kids that's been raised to be pacifists, no matter what happens to them at school, they, they're going to be passive about it. You A kid can post some milk on their head and they're not going to do anything because they've been raised to be a pacifist. Being a okay, child, so- whatever whatever you do, whatever you whatever happened is probably shaped by your parents. 100% okay, so- is shaped by your parents. Okay, KJ, so you grew up in, we grew up in the projects, and we done seen killing, shooting, stuff like that. Why you ain't no killing? Why you never been shot? My mama raised me to value school, to not turn to stuff like that. Some people's parents raised them to do the same thing, and and they still go out there and do, that's all we trying to get you to understand. Yeah. Yeah. Some that I'm, doesn't I'm trying to matter. tell you there's a difference between okay, so some me, and the majority. Let me tell y'all about this situation that I just had. So on Wednesdays or whatever, we have like these uh SEL meetings. So like social emotional learning meetings with like within the staff. So the kids are not there while we having these meetings. So I say about two Wednesdays ago, um we had this lady named Principal Patterson to come in and, like, talk to us about um, the type of people that we are. Like, we did a survey or whatever to see, like, if we were a contemplator, dominant, or um, it was like, it's, it's a disc, it's a, it's a diagram, and it's called disc, and it's like, Letter D is like dominant. I forgot what I and S is, but C is like you a contemplator or whatever. So then they came in and then they did the same um thing for the kids. But before they even did it, once we finished with the survey, I already knew like, okay, this why I clashed with this kid because this kid probably an I and I'm an S. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I asked my boss, I said, can I ask you a question? Because the lady was just basically like, you know what I'm saying? I feel a lot of tension and, like, animosity in the room between, like, the staff members or whatever. So I'm like, I stood up and I said, well, for one, my first question was, why did it take for somebody else to come in and tell us what type of people we were Um Without us noticing it within our own self as a group. We don't know this lady from a can of paint. So either do we know it and we just don't care or do we not know it to even accept it? You know what I'm saying? So my mom mom ended up just like my mom is like a, I don't know, like everything just irritates her. Like has she have like a really negative demeanor? Like she's not easily approachable. Like, you know what I'm saying? So. My mom was just like, well, I disagree with all this shit because these kids <laughs> bad as fuck and blah, 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 this and that. So what I stood up and said was um, 90% of our, no, I won't say 90. I say 80% of our staff members are like 
older. You know what I'm saying? So, like, they have it in their head that every time that they reprimand a kid or say something to a kid, they always go back to back in my days. And what I try to get them to understand is they are not the future no more. We're the future, i.e. Mm-hmm. me and KJ's generation. And I only say that because the they might, they, you could, okay, for example, my mama can tell a kid, stop running in the hallway, like, slow down, go where you're supposed to be, whatever the case may be. They'll look at her and keep continue doing what they're doing. Whereas to is a person like me that'll step in and be like, why you in this hallway? Go where you're supposed to be and do it now. They gonna automatically start off. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So what I was trying to get them to understand was some of these kids do go through a lot at home, right? And that's most of the time, that's the excuse that we use for these kids' behavior. And I realized that that wasn't really true when I had one of my students who was raised in a two-parent household, still is, have everything that they need from support, emotional support, all the way down to the material shape. How do you know so, that? He's just like, um, I'm like, well, you know what I'm saying? You seem to act out a lot. Like, you know what I'm saying? What's going on? I said, do you have, like, active, like, parents or whatever? He like, yeah. Um... Like, I have good parents. Like, my mama and my daddy is, like, perfect, basically. Like, I can't really mm-hmm. say nothing wrong about them. Like, I haven't found the flaw yet. Remind you, this is an eighth grader, so he's 14. So I'm like, okay, well, if, what's the you, if you was raised right, then what's the problem? That little boy looked me in my face and said, I make my own choices. It don't have nothing to do with my parents. I choose to come to school and act out because that's what I want to do. I get attention at home. My parents take me to the movies out to eat every weekend. We have family outings. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, well, since you're saying that and you know that, let's not keep using the whole, this how they was raised at home type of thing. Because that's one child, bro. It's not like it's a lot of kids. You cannot relate one child to the whole population. That's not one child. Because I have conversations like this with not only the special population, but the general ed students as well. That's not even my students. And now that's not the whole population of kids, though, Kenisa. It be the same response every single time. That's just from your area, though. You can't relate that so, to the whole population what of I, kids. What I told them was, okay. Do you believe that data is flawed, KJ? Hell yes. No. no. Yeah. Because no. you said no, no, because any data every day, no, 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 any, any, any data, any data that's like there's so there's a such thing as that's peer review. So, any data that's like out there, right, that's been mm. ran through many tests over many years and been published. It's not just something that happens mm. one time and they publish it, no, it's been. Ran through many tests, many years in public, and they adjusted based on whatever times is changing. So I don't, I don't think data is flawed. Why? Because it's been tested many, 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 many times. It's flawed, but let me let me ask you another question. They run it through the flaws, and they have like they have. Oh my God, I forgot what. Do you feel? Do you feel as though that uh, domestic violence is higher in men or women? It's one hundred percent higher in men. 
Okay, but the data don't show that. The data does show that men you are more. No, 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 no. You want to know why it don't show it? Because men don't report it. So then how can I track something that's not reported? Mm. Meaning that data is flawed. Okay, so let me go back to what I was saying. So I stand up and she like uh principal patterns then goes, um, what's your name? Like, you know, how old are you? I'm like, I tell her my name or whatever. I'm like, I'm I'm twenty, I'm twenty-four. I'll be twenty-five in a couple weeks. So she like, for one, let me applaud you because you just said a mouthful without even saying a mouthful, and they probably didn't hear you. So basically what I said was, I noticed a lot that, like, older staff members, like I said, is stuck on this, like, back in the day type of thing. And I'm just like, bro, y'all have to understand that these are different kids. They totally different from us. They totally different from y'all. And remind you, I'm like, what generation? Uh, from where? Like, like, what generation would I be considered as? Millennial. Okay. No, actually, I think Gen. I think you're a part of Gen Z. You're a part of you're a part of Gen Z also. I think uh, Gen Z start at 1996, I think, or 1997. I think D is D is a part of the millennials, but you're a part of Gen Z. Okay, you were part of Gen Z too, right? Yeah. Okay, so basically, what I said was, I'm like, um, I'm like, um, what did I tell her? So. Tell her my age or whatever, and she like, how did you, you know what I'm saying, like, come up with, like, what you just said? And I'm like, well, I've been working here for three years now, and what I noticed is the older staff members don't take heed to what students could be going through at home, and I'm not saying that this is all students, but some of them do actually go through stuff at home. That's why I told KJ, I understand what you're saying, but only to a certain extent uh, or to a certain age. You know what I'm saying? So what I told them was, I'm like, y'all need to learn how to reinforce. Y'all need to learn how to exercise positive reinforcement when dealing with this generation. And I say that because these kids nowadays feel like you can't tell them nothing wrong. You know what I'm saying? They entitled. They, you can't tell them, no. How they feel is everything that you say to them is wrong. They don't care. They're going to go off of what they think and how they feel. And that's just what it is. They're not trying to hit nothing. So, Bernice, do you know that wait, the wait, reason why wait, kids is wait, like that is because wait, their frontal lobe wait, is not developed? Wait. They don't have a. You know, a, concrete, a concrete set of reasoning and so judgment. What I told them, can y'all still hear me? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so what I told them was, I'm like, um, I'm like, well, like, when I first started working here, I was kind of like overwhelmed because I'm like, I was stuck in the same mass state. Like, damn, I did not act like this. Like, I probably did a little fighting, but I wasn't like this. You know what I'm saying? And I went down a generation from me, which would technically be like my little brother. And I'm like, my little brother graduated from high school. He played sports. He in college, straight A student. Like, 
I don't know, you know what I'm saying, like where they could have went wrong at with this generation. And then I realized, I'm like, okay, these kids are coming to school, they disrespect the elderly people, which we was taught to respect your elders. So that was my main point. So basically, what I said was, I'm like, instead of when they come in, in the morning, when they come in in the morning, instead of yelling at them to take off their hoodies, sit down in their seat, do their work and all of that. Like, have a different approach. Hey, good morning. How you sleeping right. tonight? You know what I'm saying? How was your day? What you do over the weekend? You know what I'm saying? Because what I think what they don't, well, what older people don't understand, and I have heard plenty of my staff members say it is, Y'all younger generation is all about excuses. Y'all always making excuses. We tired of hearing excuses. But it's more so like, it's not an excuse thing. Like, my mama really have it it in her mind that we make a lot of excuses and that's why we don't come to her about stuff or we feel like we can't talk to her about nothing because she don't listen or she gonna always have a she gonna always woulda, shoulda, coulda you. You know what I'm saying? So like, we don't have a relationship with our parents, well, with our mom that we can just go and be like, hey, ma, like, I'm going Yeah, we this. can't I'm just talk to her about anything, like that. Because she going to automatically be like, well, you going through this because of that. Well, you feel like that because of that. Like, when we was younger, my mom blamed everything on the cell phone. I swear, you get bad grades, need to stay off that phone. You ain't clean up. You need to stay off that phone. Like, everything was about the phone. So... I'm like, um, she y'all feel like a lot of stuff. Bro. I'm like, y'all feel like everything with our generation and the generations under me to all of about 18 to 19, I really, really say 19, <laughs> is full of excuses when that's not the case. You wondering why you got a kid that come in here and talk to you like you they same age or whatever the case may be, and instead of when they come in, greeting them with a good morning, making them feel welcome and supported because nine times out of ten, that's what they're looking for because they're not getting it at home, then that's where the problem come in at. You think that, okay, this kid just disrespecting me. I never want to see him back in my classroom again. But you never even tried to see, like, what was going right. on, why the kid being disrespectful or whatever the case may be. And I actually kind of cried when I was talking about it because I'm like, these kids really do got it way different than us. Like, the new generation, they don't know how to read, write, or anything. I just found myself telling a student, y'all don't listen so much that y'all ass is going to be slave. While we dead and gone, y'all ass going to be out here picking cotton. And I wasn't saying that to be funny. I really meant that shit from the bottom of my heart because they really feel like you cannot tell them nothing. So, I realized, like, I have found myself telling the student, you talking to me like I'm your equal. Like, I ain't your age. Then he broke it down to me like, I'm talking to you like this because I feel like I'm your age. I done had to wash the dishes, uh, feed my little infant little brother or little sister, um, cook for my younger siblings, wash their clothes, make sure I'm straight, make sure they all in the shower. I didn't get to go to sleep until four in the morning. I got to be up. Why my mama doing what? Smoking weed and twerking. Six in the morning. And basically my mama put all these adult responsibilities on me. And that's why I feel like I'm your equal. And I said, you know what? You absolutely right. 
Why would I expect anything glass? Why would I expect you to act like a kid when you don't get treated like a kid? You get treated like you my age and you do adult shit. So that makes you feel like you are adult. That makes you feel like you're you're my equal. It's not your responsibility to you know what I'm saying? Like raise your younger siblings and make sure the house straight and shit like that. That's your mama responsibility. But no, we didn't prove your point because that's not all kids. And this generation, I would say that's maybe like 60% because these parents are young as hell and they their kids' friends. They don't give a fuck. They will smoke with their kids, drink with them, and everything yeah. else. At this age that I teach right now. But that's not everybody's parents. I have a, a ton of students who ain't never been in trouble, never did nothing, very respectful, and everything like that. I only just said that to say that To add on to what you were saying, the right part that I did agree with was people have to be supported and molded into who you want them to be. But if they turn out to be anything different after you molded them, they don't, that's not on me. That's not your that's fault. That's not on me. All you're supposed to do is give the child the foundation. And if you give them that foundation, what they do after that, they will build a Felicia, to What's it. the saying? You can give a bird his wings, but you can't teach him how to you fly. You can't make him fly. That's that's what I'm saying. That's 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 basically what I'm saying. To add on to what KJ was saying. Hey, to talk about the whole um the whole old people well, not old, or the whole like baby boomers, them them thinking that like Today, kids are supposed to be like them. The baby boomers came from a generation where it, took well, it, was, it was a it was a lot going on. Back it was a lot going, right, it was a lot going on. A but dinner supper. There was a lot of trauma too. Like there was a lot of trauma too. Like let them talk, Kiki. My bad. Fathers was coming home. Fathers was coming home drunk, beating on the kids, beating on the mama. They they grew up in a in a drug epidemic too, where it, it was crack was crazy. And so people, family members was getting addicted to crack and some more stuff. The, the police too. was beating people and it was a lot people. of more racist than they how it also is now. came from a generation where their mama is also their auntie, their cousin is also their brother. Like right. weird shit like that. I'm not going to lie. Back in the right. days, it was really weird. And I hate that they compare everything to, well, back in my days, and I literally stopped them every time. This is not back in your day no more. Please stop trying to teach these kids based off how you was in 1950. Please. It's not like that no more. These kids are totally different and y'all are not their future no more. We are. And it's left up to us to guide them in the right path. So then, we don't. you bring that up. That's why I stay on you about leadership and going into the new world right. that you're going into. Because it's a lot of people that look up to you. And you just said yourself, I'm the future. If I'm the future, then what do I want it to look like? How do I do my part? And that's the conversation that me and KJ had. And I asked him that. So then, if you're the future... What does it look like? The future look like raising these kids to beat everybody ass like I used to. No, I, just no, I don't believe that. <laughs> I think I think I can't with, deal with, with her future, because it got serious. When it gets serious, this what she does. I'm of, just um, playing. There's a lot now we now the rate of, of black people that's getting married 
has like skyrocketed. And that's really that's really good. Why? Because kids need both of their parents to be able to, you know, to to be sure that they're gonna be able to navigate through life correctly. So I yeah, think but should future, people be in an abusive relationship to to for the me sake personally, of being I think, a two person nah. household? Me personally, I think not nah, because that has negative effects on the kids too. Okay. But I know I that people stay in relationships, people stay in abusive relationships because one uh, the person that's abusing them either co- either confirms whatever like low self esteem that they have. So like somebody was real depressed, and the person that they was with confirmed uh, confirmed that means that they're more self aware, like they're more assured of themselves, meaning that they're okay being in that situation. Or uh, the the benefits of being in that relationship outweighs the abuse. I mean, most most people think like, oh, being abusive is like a done deal, but like other people think, well, I got this house, like for a housewife, I got this house, I don't got a job, so my husband got this money, my kids, you know, they got their father and their mother, so they think like, okay, you know, this this outweigh the bad, you know what I'm saying? I mean, he abusive, but at least I got this. But but going back to the whole um, the what I was saying about the the. Baby boomers, the older people. So, like, you got the millennials, right? That was raised by the older people, and they were they was the ones getting beat with switches, and every time something happened, they was afraid to talk to their parents, so they was getting pregnant young and all of that, right? They raised, they started to raise their kids, you know, what I'm saying to be more comfortable with them. I mean, they still got whooped, but like Lena, 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 Lena generation was like dealing them. They still got whooped, but not. It wasn't as as traumatic as like what the baby boomers was doing to the millennials. Like the millennials, they 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 were like just they was whipping them, like not whipping, but they they was beating them. Like I don't heard crazy stories about people getting beat with a bat and some more stuff. That stuff is a not glass normal. Ashtray. Okay. That getting, through, getting a hammer through at you is not normal. None okay, of that stuff wait, is y'all. normal. Let me finish, Kanisa. None of that stuff, none of that stuff is normal. All of that stuff is traumatic. Like all of that beating your kids, all of that stuff is traumatic. But so I made it. And you know why I made it? Because I wanted something different and I wanted something different for my kids that's right. gonna make their own cho- choices the same way that I had to. <laughs> so if they choose to go out there and do whatever in the school, that's on them. If they choose to be a crackhead or gay or whatever, that's on them. It didn't have nothing to do with me. You want to know why? Because I gave them a solid foundation. And I yeah. did what I thought I was doing best. Right. Um, so, so you got I these millennials. I'm... Hold on, Nisa. You got these millennials that raised their kids to not be as, not be like that, not be like how they was. They weren't going to beat them like that. And to not just listen to somebody just because they're older than you. So you got these kids that don't really be happy because they learned that respect isn't just given, it's earned. So you got now that now the kids now, like the, the teenagers now, you know, they're going through puberty, they're dealing with their hormones and stuff. They're highly psychological reacting, meaning that they don't like being told what to do. And there's nothing that nobody's going to be able to say to get them to just obey. There are some people that's, that can conform easy, that's going to, conform to whatever somebody tell them. They they need to somebody to tell them what to do. But most kids nowadays are psychologically reacting. They're not going to listen to you just because. So 
for these old people to like try to do what they did to the millennials and what they used to to these to these newer kids because they haven't learned. They still stick stick with the same thing that they that they just know. That's not gonna work. And 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 more kids are gonna be quote unquote disrespectful because they haven't had a reason to to respect them. Like for example, when I was in middle school and Miss Edmond, y'all you love you and Denzel like Miss Edmond. I didn't like Miss Edmond because all Miss Edmond did was she couldn't control her emotions and she would curse at us and she would expect us to just listen because she's the teacher. Although we wasn't bad kids, we just we just talked. We were smart. And we always need to discuss something. So we just talked a lot. But she would, instead of, like, dealing with her emotions and, like, leading us and telling us, like, okay, lock in. Whenever, like, you know, she instructed us something, she would curse. She would curse and she would shut down and she would yell and she would whatever. Expecting us to just listen because she said something, but she didn't give us a And all that's coming from a teacher. She didn't give right? us. And- she didn't give us a reason to, you know, listen to her. Like, she's supposed to be a teacher. But she wasn't acting like a teacher. She wasn't acting like a leader. So we didn't have a reason to respect her, but we wasn't just going to give her respect just because she demanded it. Respect is earned. No matter who you are, no matter what age, respect is earned. Just like a parent to their child. Technically, you earn your child's respect by the, by the leadership or the position that you hold, what you teach them. Like Certain, certain children don't like their father because of the way that they act. The way that they act, the stuff that they say they don't like their father, so they're not never going to respect them until they show them that they're respectable people. So these, the older people will never be able like, none of them should be teachers no more. They should all retire because they're never going to really understand because that's all they used to. Let me tell you how much education really doesn't change. And that's why I keep, I'm going to keep saying that we really the future. When I was in school, and Jez, I think when you was in school too, or well, Jez, you've been out of school for how long? Two years? I'm still in school. No, I'm saying high school. Boy, hush. When you graduate? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I graduated uh, last year. I graduated 2022. Okay, so when you was at school, did you have like, uh, did you have like in school suspension, uh, behavior coordinators, training? Huh. I think I, to be honest, we did have institutional suspension, but I mean Gary, Gary, because Gary have a lot of poor people and the and the um the school mm-hmm. system is garbage. I I can't really like relate what my like what I went through at my school and stuff to like or what the kids learn in Gary to the you know everybody else because Gary Gary's school system is garbage. I mean mm-hmm. they're trying they're trying to get better, but the leadership is garbage. They they make they put these people in these positions and they make choices that's not really to benefit the child but to try to benefit the school system. Like they don't they they're okay, making wait, like can everything. They go back? You, you know said, what I'm saying? You said y'all had in-school suspension, but what? Yeah, we had we had in-school suspension. We had uh night school. They put people in night school whenever like they they don't want to no, get them. Like, like, they don't want to steal them. I'm saying like y'all support team like. Y'all just only had principals and security guards. Uh, like yeah, principals, security guards, and guidance counselors. So That's I mean, it. we didn't really, yeah, we didn't really have like, but the guidance counselors only like, they were like academic advisors. They didn't really right. like, okay. they, weren't, so, they weren't what they were supposed to be. Okay, so now, 
they have social emotional learning. That's how we teach our kids now, like based off of social social emotional learning. So um we have like a team of like so many different titles and names that I didn't have when I was in school. In school, I literally only had a guidance counselor, a social worker, a principal, a assistant principal, and a dean. That's it. I didn't have like uh, a behavior support specialist who came to like talk to me two days out the week. Um, I didn't have a um, ISS coordinator. I didn't have a paraprofessional. Like, I didn't have none of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? But I understand why they have so much, so many different things in place now for kids because they need it. They're horrible. Like, well, I blame, I for real blame that on the parents, though. They're horrible. Some of them kids is like, crazy, bro. Only to a certain extent. But, like, I'm not going to lie. It's is what KJ said earlier is a major thing, like in in this generation right now. I do base it off the parents only because they're young. You know what I'm saying? Sixth grade, you like eleven, like middle school, you like eleven to like thirteen, fourteen. Is is no way that like. You smoking, you drinking. That's so you bring, crazy. You bringing bro. vapes to school. You, you carrying what age? What age? You, you carrying a gun. These you carrying a gun. Sex, drugs, Felicia, and literally, gun, bro. I have lost in my three no years leadership. of working with middle school. Wait, let me say this. Let me go back. I lost my first friend. When I was 17 years old. I lost my first one when I was like 12. I lost my first friend when I was 17 years old. Right? Uh, um, he ended up getting killed. Um, when we were in school, we was at Banneker or whatever. Ooh, Lisa. And, uh, this boy named Casriel. So, we was at Banneker. Um, he was like he was bad, but it wasn't like a go to jail street type of bad. It was more so like a class clown type of bad. You know what I'm saying? So um, when we left and went to Emerson, his parents transferred him to Hobart, right? Um, he like made like a drastic change. Like, I don't know if it was like maturity or what, but he was like a totally different person than he was in middle school and it was an environment he yeah so he he left went to a different school or whatever he started playing um football he started playing football whatever they had won the championship everything like that him and his best friend which was um a white boy like a white kid or whatever him and his best friend after the um championship game they all go out to eat or whatever they get home they sitting on the porch, basically reminiscing. They ain't even took off their suits or nothing yet. Boom, a cop pull up, shoot, shoot them up or whatever. Boom, they end up dying or whatever. 
case still unsolved. But remind you, you just heard me say I lost my first friend at 17. Talisha, in my three years of working in sixth through eighth grade, I have lost six students due to gun violence. That was the major thing for me. You know what I'm saying? At 17, you might have been doing some stuff that, you know what I'm saying, only you knew about or only certain people knew about, probably not even your parents. But you're 17. That's a big age difference. You 17, you like either a junior or a senior. You finna graduate in a little minute. You already feeling like you in a grown man state. You know what I'm saying? Like, you already feeling like you an adult. Like, you you older. You maturing. You know what I'm saying? So, you might have gotten off into, into some stuff that could have led to your death. You know what I'm saying? Nobody knows that, but you also could have just been innocent and ain't did nothing to nobody. You know what I'm saying? We don't know. But I was just so appalled by that because I'm just like, when I was young, people did not kill kids. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, y'all do so much that lead to y'all deaths. Like, at 14 and stuff like that, you shouldn't be outside past the street lights coming on. You shouldn't be outside at night, dark, late hours with and who you like, blame all for that, black though? hoodie on and the ski mask on. Who you blame for that? Huh? That I blame. Who the you parents. blame for that? I do. I, I just said I blame the parents in this generation at this age when I think about the bro. age limit. Yeah, you can. No, you can't pick and choose what you blame the parents for. If why? you don't blame the parents for why they be outside or whatever, then you should be able to blame the parents for getting pregnant at 16. Hell no. Nah. 16, mm-hmm. you, 16 is the age to consent. That's first of all, that's law. That's you can't, that's not the same thing. You can't compare that today. Bro. If I don't have no control over what my child is out there doing at 11 to 14 years old, that's fucking insane. What I'm saying is, I, I have mean, heard so many parents say, I just don't know what to do with them no more. I, I was just in a conference recently with a parent. This little boy, 11 years old, bad than a motherfucker. I ain't gonna lie. Horrible. She said, I just don't know what to do with him. My mama said that about me. And that day, I, I was getting Title 20, and I flipped the table over. And I said to her, I said, what do you mean you don't know what to do with me? You my mama. Gee. See what I'm saying? That's, this is what so, I said. I told that lady to her face. And I probably shouldn't even said it like this or whatever. But I'm not going to lie. I was vivid. I said, I got an eight-year-old daughter that really fear me. And not because, like... I instilled it in her, nothing like that. Yes, you did. She, no, she just see you my demeanor and she whooping. know I'm not playing. You know what I'm saying? Bro, like, whooping you her instilled fear. Okay, okay. Let me ask a question, Kiki. Do you have a fear of me? No. Okay, KJ. Do you got a fear of me? No. But you should. Why should Let I be scared this. of you? Let me say this. I shouldn't be scared of I nobody. I have a fear of you when it comes to you finding out something that will be disappointing to you because of 
what you have instilled in me. Let me say that. I ain't scared of nothing, bro. But and that's not, and it's not like a scare fear. It's more so like I gotta, like I gotta hit my sister mouth type shit. Like I know she finna eat me up. You know what I'm saying? Like I know she finna go on, go in on me, and I already know I'm wrong. So that's not fear. That's I'm not even gonna be able to, like you know what I'm saying? Really react to it. Oh no, don't talk to me like that. I'm grown as hell type shit because you still my big sister. You know what I'm saying? So I know whatever you telling me nine times out of ten is not wrong because you you already been my age before. You know what I'm saying? And not basing it off of what you, you know what I'm saying, how you acted at this age is more so what you done seen and it's like a, I ain't gonna tell you nothing wrong type of thing. Like, I've been through it already. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's not like a, it's not a scare fear. It's more of like Damn, like I know she gonna. It's a good fear, but I said it's a it's a difference between good and bad fear. And a lot of these kids now, like KJ just said, I don't fear nobody, yeah, and that's the they problem. Don't, they don't even fear. I don't think that's the problem fear. at all. You that's the problem. Nobody. But let me go back. You shouldn't though. be scared of people. The only thing you should be scared of the stuff that can poison you, stuff that can kill you, and food. I mean, and, and um, jail. Let me go back though. I don't think so, people should be scared. Kids should be scared of their parents, bro. I want my kids to. I want my kids to be one hundred percent comfortable with me. To tell me anything, as, I don't they, want my as child, they should, but I don't they should be have that me, level bro. of respect for you as well. Like my my child can respect me without being scared of me. Yeah, because I'm gonna tell my mama. Scared being being afraid and respect is hint. And that's true. You sound like your sister Tasha. Yeah, because I'm gonna tell my mama. My guess what? I just bust this. But I done told my mama so much. So, man, I, I, I just bust this, you know, way open. Kanisa, you remember? Kanisa, you remember? Every way but loose. Kanisa, wait. <laughs> you remember when me, you, and Rosie and she instantly, that instantly she said, You so vulgar and disrespectful. And I just bust out laughing. <laughs> I don't know, like I do I know it's disrespectful before I even say it. Like you my mama, I shouldn't even be talking like that around you. But it's a lot So why do you do it? Because it's funny to me. I troll my mama all the time because she always mad. (laughs) I troll her too, but I ain't gonna lie. I troll her the most probably. No, but let me go back though. So I'm talking to this parent in the hallway and she goes, I just don't know what else to do with her. I said what you mean? You don't know what else to do with a eleven-year-old. Like, with all the respect, you sound like a goddamn fool. I wish I would let my eight-year-old daughter. I wish my daughter teacher would call me and tell me my daughter done uh brought some weed to school at eleven years old and was smoking a vape in the bathroom. Yeah, but they had to get it from somewhere. Man, it's gonna take me eighty million. Hey, listen, I'm I'm gonna go crazy. I ain't gonna lie. Cause you I gonna like, be her? What? You not gonna embarrass me like that? Knowing goddamn well you was not raised like that. You showing out for real? You was raised by more than just me. A uh, wise, I got a wise ass support system. You will never think you gonna embarrass me like that. And I go up to the mm-hmm. school and I tell your teacher, I just don't know what else to do with her. 
girl. Yeah, I felt some kind of way with that. Yeah, like, like what you, like what you mean? And then right after that, I was on a train to Texas. You, my mama was like, playing. Bro, she got me out of Like there. what? You forty years old and you telling me you gonna let an eleven year old run a, run over you? Cause that's basically what you saying when you say you just don't know what else to do. You just yeah. like, okay, just do whatever you want then. I'll be damned. I'll yeah. be damned. So to what KJ was saying, I feel like, yeah, now in this generation, but in our generation, even just period, you can be raised the best way possible and still fuck up, okay? And yeah. whether it's a choice or a decision, it's something within yourself that you made. It was my choice to stop allowing what I've been through to have a large impact on my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't... I'm yeah, not, you hold the keys to you. I it's not your parents. Like, I'm all the way straight or nothing like that, but like, sometimes I do wish I can like, call on my mama, you know what I'm saying, just like, to talk. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to always yeah. have to talk to my siblings when I know I can talk to my mama. Well, I should be able to. But right. I can't, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I have to go through choices that I made or decisions that I made on my own and fix myself for myself. It have nothing to do with my parents. I'm a fatherless right. child. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this ain't, that's some, that's some psychological taught in school type of thing or something like I ain't this is reality and the reality of it is you could be raised right and you do wrong on your own and still go wrong people go to jail and stuff like that parents be probably be so disappointed they might be like I did not raise you like that well and then sometimes it could be one wrong move you could be in a car with the wrong person and you just got caught up in what they got caught up in right and now you in jail that's not your mama's fault Right. Right. So KJ, I think he, since he won to school for psychology, I think that's just the psychology, psychology way of thinking. Because you don't even have no kids to understand it. That don't matter though. Yes, they do. I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna say it don't matter. I'm not gonna say it don't matter. But I know for sure how humans, how how humans act. Like I know. I know, you know what I'm saying, how the brain works. That's what I that's what I'm, you know, trying to become an expert. How do you know that? That's how I'm become because studies have been done. I mean, I've been I've been told you learned that in school? I've been yeah, I learned that in school. So like you read up on studies and stuff like that about humanity? Yeah, and the data and some more stuff. Yeah. I'm actually I forgot the term for it, but the whole when I talked about um, people staying in relationship, abusive relationships, because the person confirms whatever like they believe about themselves. So like, if I believe that I'm a I'm a I'm a horrible person, and my wife treats me like I'm a horrible person, the um, the brain, the people don't like being un like unsure. So if somebody confirms something, then it makes you secure. About that, I mean, it's gonna make you like stay. So it's just like stuff like that, like I learned that in school. Like I, I always you, use you the knowledge really, that I learned. Like in you school. really think 
uh, like a psychologist, and I, that's why I don't talk to you because you will make my hair hurt. I said you dumb. Hey, I done heard I was stupid about <laughs> five times this week. I just was talking to somebody, and I said, I wonder what you say about me if you dogging this girl out like this and she your ex. He said, I just say you stupid because you stupid. Yeah. <laughs> My mama just like told me earlier. I call you stupid every day. Silas so called Jamal called stupid me. yesterday. It was so funny. Oh, he the main one. He calls me stupid mm-hmm. a lot too. <laughs> Everyone calls me stupid, and I'm starting to believe it. So, KJ, what's that called? <laughs> what's that called? <laughs> KJ, what's oh, the terminology God. for that when you start to believe what people was telling you? I forgot. You want to forget? <laughs> Oh, we gonna need you to pay attention to and class. then I can I can say you shaped me into thinking that I was stupid because you are right because I heard it that's that reinforcement mm-hmm. no so then goes to say you know I was just playing I ain't really mean you stupid for real though so why would you act stupid like, why would you be a stupid person I, ain't I mean you stupid, stupid but like you're not like dumb like I mean well you dumb <laughs> You dumb and you dense, but you not like, you know what I'm saying, like stupid. Like you don't know nothing. You ain't ignorant, but you dumb. You Does tell that me that sense? too, though, KJ. You tell me that I don't know nothing. No, you not ignorant. You just dumb. Like you not smart, but you know stuff. But you just <laughs> dumb. Ooh, hey, this man just told me that I'm not smart. You just dumb. But I know stuff, but I'm dumb. Yeah, yeah you can be ignorant, but you just dumb. You can know stuff and just, you know what I'm saying? Jay, what do you dumb. mean by that? Can you elaborate? You got the biggest smile on his I, face. Let me tell you. What do you mean by <laughs> that I'm dumb? Like, what do you Let mean? me tell you. All right, Kanisa, your processing is slow. You're, you're dumb. Your processing is, is like garbage. <laughs> like, but, but you know certain stuff, but you just... What do, Most mean of my, time, what do you mean my processing? Like, like Kanisha, your processing. It take you a minute to get that, Kiki. Look, just like right now, you, you trying to piggyback off what he's saying, though. You well, I was just saying because I'm just like you. You never said that. They talk about me all the time. Cause they talk about me all the time, and I get it. They say the okay, same so thing they say that, about you, you to me. Like what you saying? My process is slow. Like Look, if what? you don't get what I'm saying, you're proving my point. What What are you saying? Because you're saying that I'm stupid, but I'm not stupid. But I'm smart, no. but I'm not stupid. Like what? You I saying? said I said you're dumb, but you're not ignorant. Ignorant means you don't know. Okay, so what dumb do you just mean means you're not ignorant. smart. Your okay, processing is slow. How am I not smart? Bro, you don't learn fast, bro. You dumb. Just like your situation. You're not processing. He said like you need a about. tutor. KJ, get off of her. No, Look I'm at not. her, bro. She she <laughs> asked me questions about something that she should have got the first time. I do you it. really think I'm, I'm dumb, some, what though? You mean. Like, do you really believe that, though? Yeah, you dumb, but you ain't ignorant. I'm too dumb. Like, on a real serious note, like, you really think I'm a dumb person? Kalisa, I'm being I'm being so serious. I think you're dumb, but you're not ignorant. It's not that oh, you don't know, it's just that you process, you process every now you, you process heard her feelings right now. 
I don't want to nobody say like I'm like dumb in real life. Like I'll I'm tell you a joke, but I'll never tell you a lie. I'm gonna tell you a joke. Okay, Keon Junior. Okay. Take heed to that. Well, you're dumb. You're just not ignorant. Say that when you need five dollars. That's fine. I'm forever call her dumb. I call, I've been calling her dumb for so many years, bro. I didn't know you was dead serious. No, you dumb. You just not <laughs> like you're not smart to me. My perception of you is not being smart, but you're not ignorant. You know stuff. You know certain stuff, but you're not dumb. Like you know what I'm saying. So you if you had a question, where you call your sister to talk it through? Mm, probably not. Oh, hell if I had nah, a, you... if I had a question about anything, I'd probably call my mama. But she, she, she don't know everything. She don't know everything, but my mama is intelligent. My mama is highly intelligent. She act like she not, but I know my mama is intelligent. But that that's the same mama that had you at the school cursing at people getting suspended. Yeah, because the difference between her and Kanisha is that my mama is ignorant. <laughs> she, may not not, she may not know how to act in certain situations. That boy say my mom ain't dumb. She intelligent, but, but she's she highly intelligent. She's highly intelligent, bro. Look at her grade. She graduated Magnum Cum Laude. <laughs> so you saying you saying that I'm really dumb though? Like you really think I'm stupid, bro? Do not take that offensive, bro. You just I'm gotta, saying you, though, because now you saying graduate. You're pinpointing one thing. You're pinpointing one thing. You gotta look at what I said, Kanisha. I said that you're not ignorant, but you're dumb. Meaning that you know stuff, but your processing is slow. You a little dumb. You be like, I'll be saying some stuff. KJ, how did I know how did I how did I graduate, folks? If I'm dumb. So why can't she just be delayed a little bit? Why she gotta be the word? I ain't never like come on that, bro. Nisa. Don't you think that's something that it would have been noticed when I was a kid. Doing your work does not mean you're smart. Like that's number one. Doing your work does not mean you're smart. Doing your work does not mean you're smart. What are you? I talking think that you're about? dumb, but you're not ignorant. You know stuff. You know a lot of stuff, but you're not. You're not. You know what I'm saying? Your process is not there. <laughs> Is what I'm getting, and if you don't understand, but I'm not going to keep repeating this. You trying you to say understand. that I'm slow? I'm not slow, yeah, yeah but that, dumb. yeah, that, no, yeah. that's what you're saying. You trying to say that I'm slow. yeah? Because you're saying she can't process fast, so that's slow. Like, man, I guess she's slow then. Boy, I don't even know who you think you're talking. To. And on that note, we finna get you're off talking of here. to the next president. I'm a the president. No, I don't think you're the president, but uh, you should. Sure you should. You should. You should. You should. You should. President. You should. 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 <laughs> out of all other people, she will wear you out with the jokes. Don't let that fool you. Bro, it be your own people. That's what I say. They don't be no support or nothing. <laughs> oh my God. No legislator. Y'all niggas won't get a dime, folks. Spell legislator. Yes, we will. Spell what? KJ, shut your... Oh, don't make me start on that. 
We need a team around here. Spell, spell de facto Don't segregation. make me do it, because I'm going to show you dumb. Spell Black Pepper Party. I'm going to show you dumb. A Black Pepper Party? Yeah, bro. What that mean? Black Pepper Party. KJ, it sounds like you eating black... hella donuts. Nah, bro. I'm eating Uh-oh. chicken, bro. I'm, I'm starving, bro. You I always hungry. And that's why you're back. You, you, you got enough food in you. To... <laughs> and you got enough food in your back. Bro, mama used to tell us that every time. You got enough food. <laughs> you got enough food in you to last you for a year. Kanisha, is your back big? Yeah, I get it from you. No, you... don't tell me. KJ, you're a linebacker. And you're a power back. Right. So it's like we both have big backs. So who are you to call me big back? No. The difference between a linebacker and a power back is specifically you, your back have a lot of power. Mm. It's big, it's mm. strong, mm. it's meaty. You know what I'm you wide, it's wide. Uh huh. Oh, you can hit the egg gap. No, I'm taking saying. notes, right. Kiki, because he gonna need you for something. Yeah, it's it's noted, it's noted, it's noted. I'm yeah. I'm just trying to like take like in. if I had a choice to pick some people to be on the line with me, uh huh, I'll probably pick you to run running back. Okay, and now you can hit that egg gap like like Kiki. You gonna you. take this from him now? You don't usually do this for this long. Yeah, I've I've matured. I'm saying you can hit that egg gap like crazy. I'm a coach and I'm a leader, so. You know, I deal with like stuff like that daily, so like I know how to, you know, you know how to respond. Now. Yeah, it really don't, it. I don't really respond to stuff. That Maybe you like, should, you know, run up and down that court with your, with your. Uh, not really, you know, like. Oh, now that was low. He said, "What? Man, don't, do don't do that. Don't do that." And you sitting team. over there, uh, the, you need to stop. I mean, chicken. That's cool. Cause I screenshot me your bank account and send it to me. <laughs> now she want to go bed for bed. Go big or go home. When niggas don't got nothing else to say, they want to go bed for bed and talk about how many hoes they got. For real, screenshot me your bank account and then I'll, I'll come back with a stand on the scale and, and, and send me a picture of your weight. Huh? Huh? What you say? How much do you weigh in grams? <laughs> I weigh a ton. I- <laughs> <laughs> oh my mama face car valid though face car valid okay it is valid so what do we have to say to the people what's our takeaway man change gonna come it is that that's the takeaway. Change gonna come. Live life every day like it's your last, and be who you say you gonna be, and do what you say you gonna do. Set goals for yourself, accomplish them, so that you can live instead of survive. All right, you got some, KJ. 
He gone? All right. And on that note, if you hanging out with us, we gonna hang in there with you. Peace. Thank you.